0: Greetings, friends. Good morning. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. The website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today, we are looking for some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're looking at Psalm 32 and 33 today and Proverbs twenty-one. Let's start with this thought here from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9, where God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than yours. Sometimes we look at the world or we look at our own lives and our own circumstances and things going on, maybe in the lives of people we love and we just, we don't understand. It doesn't make sense. How can God allow this or why is God, you know, doing this and allowing this and we can't reconcile it? The problem is, is that his thoughts and our thoughts are not the same. His ways and thoughts are much higher than ours. They come with a much higher purpose. Sometimes it's not always about you, right? God also has the luxury of knowing the beginning from the end. Knowing how a particular circumstance is going to turn out. Knowing the future. God also has the luxury of being in control. We don't know the future. Although... Sometimes many people try to act like they do. We aren't in control, although sometimes we're under the delusion that we actually are. And so we have to be like David, as we're going to read here, and we just kind of have to let God be God and try to be guided by him and his ways and take refuge in him. And understand that these things are not of ourselves, that we are 100% dependent on the master, on the shepherd, who is the good shepherd. When we start relying on ourselves, and our own wisdom, and our own strength, we're going to find ourselves in big trouble. Or we try to lean on our own understanding, we're going to find ourselves in big trouble. Let's take a look. Psalm 32 and 33 this morning and i just pray in the powerful name of jesus that it'll bless you and encourage you and strengthen you for this week starting with psalm 32 it's only 11 verses king james bible blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For the day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into drought of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee, in thy time when thou mayest be found, surely in the floods of great waters they shall not, they shall not come nigh unto him. Please note, david is proclaiming a truth and it's one that's really spoken of even more clearly by the apostle john in first john we'll look at it here in just a minute but david is saying blessed are those whose sins are forgiven whose iniquity is covered blessed are those who god's not like keeping score And the way you get that forgiveness, David's like, I acknowledged my sin, number one. I confessed my transgression to the Lord, and he forgave my iniquity. This is what everyone who is godly, he says in verse six, should pray. And they should pray in a time when he can be found. It's such an important truth. 1 John, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Seek the Lord where he can be found. Don't put it off. Continuing on, verse 7, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go, I will guide thee with my eye. Be ye not as a horse, or as a mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held with a bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Please note. He's saying, First of all, he's saying blessed are those who confess their sins and whose iniquities not being uh, counted against them because they've confessed unto God and God is merciful and is forgiving. But he's also saying blessed are those basically who go down and follow the right path, who are being led by God. Because it's kind of painful if you're one of God's children and he has to force you to go the right way. And some of you might be kind of stubborn and hard-headed like me. And God's constantly having to grab you by the reins like a horse or a mule with a bit in your mouth. And pull and and rein you in, so to speak, right? That's what David's saying here. He's saying, be you not like a horse or as a mule which have no understanding whose mouth must be held with a bit. Lest they come near unto you. So... It's better to just do what you're supposed to do and obey God and stay on the path because if you're one of his children, you're going to be disciplined. You're going to be smacked upside the head until you get on the the right path, right? Because he is the master. Verse 10 Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Ye righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. And that is Psalm 32. Eleven verses is all it is, but just loaded with wisdom and encouragement. Psalm 33, verse 1. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. For praise is calmly for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him with a psaltery and with an instrument of ten strings sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them that by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as a heap. He layeth up the depth in the storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth the sons of men. From the place of his habitation he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike, and he considereth all their works. There is no king save by the multitude of a host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety, neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that have hope in his mercy. To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in the famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. That's the end of Psalm 33. Let's not overlook this. He, he starts by just saying, "It's don't put your... Hope in like the strength of your horse, you know, like in other words, don't put your hope in the, in the things you own or in your own strength or in it, just like we talked about at the beginning. Who's your, what's your trust in? Who's your trust in? Is it in your politicians? Is it in your favorite news channel? Is it in some human being? Is it in your own strength? Your own wisdom? Or is it in God? Verse 18 again, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them who fear Him, upon them that hope in His mercy. Are you one of those people throwing your hands up in the air right now, saying, oh, there's just no hope? There's no blessing in that. Let me just tell you that right now, according to Scripture. There's hope in those who are hoping in His mercy their soul will be delivered from death and they will be kept alive in the famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Our hearts shall rejoice in Him because we have trusted in His holy name. Let Thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according to as we hope in Thee. Ooh. God's mercy being upon you equivalent to the amount of hope that you have in Him. Sounds like faith, doesn't it? Alright, let's get some wisdom. From Proverbs chapter 21, a continuation of warnings and instructions. Let's have a look. Proverbs 21, verse 1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it wheresoever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. To do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. A high look and a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked is sin. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to the plentiness, but of everyone that is hasty only to want. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. The robbery of the wicked shall destroy them because they refuse to do judgment. The way of, the man is, the way of a man is froward, in other words perverse, and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. It is better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. The soul of the wicked desireth evil, his neighbor findeth no favor in his eyes. When the scorner is punished, the simple is made wise, and when the wise is instructed, he receiveth knowledge. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. Let's read that one again. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. A gift in secret pacifieth anger, and a reward in the bosom strong wrath. It is joy to the just to do judgment, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. The wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous, and a transgressor for the upright. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. There is treasure to be desired, and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scaleth the city of the mighty, and casteth down the strength of the confidence thereof. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Please note, this is all throughout the Proverbs, and I bring it up all the time. And I try to do it as just bluntly and plainly as I can, even though some people don't appreciate my forwardness about this. But the Proverbs are very clear that there's wisdom in keeping your mouth shut. <laughs> that is what that is what he's saying. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Listen, if you're someone who's always got to be heard, you've always got to voice your opinion. You've always got to speak. You've always got to have something to say. There's trouble coming for you that's going to lead to trouble. Same goes if you're one of those people that just always has to gossip. You always got to tell the whole office everything you've ever, that, you, that you've found out. Trouble's coming for you. You're bringing trouble upon yourself. But if you're one of those people that just keeps their mouth shut, keeps their heads down, at the office you just do your work, you don't engage in the gossip, you're keeping yourself and your soul from Trouble. Verse 24, Proud and haughty scorner is his name who dealeth in proud wrath. The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination, how much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind. A false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. A wicked man hardeneth his face, but as for the upright, he directeth his way. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. That is the end of our wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs and I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that that you have been blessed this morning, that your hearts have been pierced, that you've been strengthened I hope that you're putting your hope in God and not in the things of this world not in your own power and in your own strength or in the strength of some other person but God and God alone thanks for listening my friends, thank you for those of you who support the podcast and who pray for it Lord willing, I'll be back with you again on Wednesday. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.